0: Hi, this is Maya Mehta, and you're listening to the Food Solidarity Podcast. Conversations with people around the world who are using the power of food to create local change. Some of the best cooks in the world are mothers, and in many cases, they're migrant mothers. They're women that create spaces and meals that taste like heritage and that taste like tradition? How do we engage that passion and this inherent skill and use it as a tool to build bridges between communities and cultures? This is the goal of Donya Saud Amamra and her fellow co-founders at Meet My Mama. Today we have the pleasure of hearing from Donya about her inspiration behind starting Meet My Mama and some of the amazing stories of innovation and connection that have occurred along the way. Welcome to the show, Donia.
1: Hello. Uh, thank you again for the invitation. So I'm really happy to be here uh, and I'm really happy to talk about food. Uh, I'm passionate about food. I love food uh, like really much. It's kind of my first love. And since my childhood, in my family, uh, food was important and it was an heritage that was from mamas, from grandmas, from aunts. Uh, and it was a really, really important thing for us. Um, like sharing a meal, uh, being all together uh, behind a table with a meal was something that uh, we used to do. Uh, and for me, uh, I fell in love with cooking, especially when I was in high school. Uh, I don't know why, but I was watching um, a TV show uh, on, um, on a channel called in Cooking TV. It was called Cooking TV in French. And I was in love with this show. And every day I was watching Nigella and uh, Jimmy Oliver. And thanks to them, I learned a lot of cooking meals. And that's how I really fell in love with food. And uh, today when I grew up, uh, I was uh, loving going to restaurants, try new foods, um, try new tests. I'm someone who or who is not afraid of testing new things. Uh, it's like when I go in a restaurant, I like trying every day another thing, a new thing. Like for some people it's weird because I don't know what I'm gonna eat, but I take it. But for me, it's a sign that I love food and I love discovering new thing and the unknown doesn't make me feel um, afraid.
0: What's your favorite food that you've tried, whether it's your um, favorite cuisine or your favorite dish from around the world?
1: Oh, it's so hard. Like, I really love every food, but maybe I would say Syrian food. Like, I really like Syrian food. Uh, And the mama called Intisar, she made a a, a dish called mendi that i love it's only chicken and rice but i don't know what she put on it but it's so so good
0: yum (laughs) that sounds awesome uh i was wondering because you said your family heritage was very closely tied to food um and that you always gathered around the table i'm wondering are you from france originally or uh are do you have a family background um from outside of france
1: Uh, So yes, I was born in France. I live in France my whole life, Uh, but my parents and all of my family is from Algeria. So I have Algerian roots and um, that's why I think I love international food. I love um, North African food, Asian food, Italian food, Indian food, like kind of every world food. Yeah, one food I really fell
0: in love with when I moved to New York City was Ethiopian food. It's so beautiful and nourishing and, yeah, it's communal.
1: Yeah, I think Ethiopian food is one of the best food for that, for sharing and for not thinking about what you're going to eat because you have everything in one plate.
0: How did that love of different cultures and your background um, influence your your decision to start Meet My Mama.
1: During my my grad school, I had to go abroad. So I went to the United States and it's where I begin to know more about NGOs and about volunteering. So first, uh, the idea came from my volunteering action. And when I came back from um, the US in France, uh, I used to cook a lot. I used to go to some restaurant to try new food. Uh, I watched a movie called the lunchbox and in this movie you see a woman who cooks, who cooks for her husband, for her family, and I don't know why I was just like looking at this woman and I was thinking in my head, well there are so many women, mamas, that cook every day for their family, but they only do it for the family. And you don't see them at all when you see like the gastronomy world, you only see men. When you go to big fancy restaurant in France and I'm sure everywhere, it's only men. When you read news or when you see TV show about cooking, it's always men, but we all know that the mamas are the best chef ever. If you want to try the best Ethiopian food, the best traditional food, you go to a mama kitchen, but we didn't see them. So after this movie, I was just like thinking about this. And that's when I met one of my co-founders, Lubna. And when I told her about this movie, about this problem that I figured out, we just thought that Meet My Emma was the best idea to do it. And Youssef, another, my other co-founder, had the same idea when he was looking and staring at his mom gifts. Uh, and he wanted to do something for women like his mom and to give them the tools to live by their passion for cooking. That's amazing. I love
0: the movie, the lunchbox so much. Um, it always reminds me of my grandmother because I'm half Indian and she always tells me about how she would pack my grandfather lunch every day in the metal containers, and he would get on the train in Mumbai and go to the factory for work. And yeah, it just really resonated with me. I love that it was your inspiration for starting. Um, Incredible. I, lo- I just admire that deeply. Um. So what were the, some of the challenges you faced when you started Meet My Mama in terms of first off, engaging mamas and finding them, and then also just setting up the program.
1: Uh, Okay. So um, when we started, we started with a mama called Nita. And uh, Nita is a refugee from Sri Lanka. She lived in, uh, she was like persecuted in Sri Lanka, so she had to move uh, to um, Malaysia with her husband and her uh, daughter. And over there, she didn't have the rights to as a refugee to work but she started cooking and when then after that she had the chance to come to France with her daughter and when she came we met her and she was like really really like weak and she wanted to just to know more people more French people and just doing something with her gift with cooking. Uh, so we decided to do one event and this event was in a restaurant and we call those events pop-up restaurants, happening actually, uh, because it was uh, a moment where the Mama Anita would be able to have the key of the restaurant. She had the chance to prepare food, a meal for uh, people from all over like, Paris. And um, for one night she was the chef. So she cooked, people came and loved it. And at the end, they all came to us and told us, well, what we ate, what, what was amazing, could you do it for my company? And in addition to that, for Nita, it was the first time that she was cooking for a lot of people, that she knew that her gift was something and that like, people wanted her food. And for her, after like several months where she was alone, uh, it was the first time for her to, uh, to see other people, to, like to do something with what she was knowing. And she just glow up like, I don't know if it's correct in English, but she was, she was just like glowing. And at the end of the event, she told us that it, it's the first time where she's proud of her and she wanted to show it on Facebook because she just stopped her Facebook when she came from Malaysia to Paris. But after that, she had something to say. She had something to show to like, her family, her relatives in, in Malaysia or in Sri Lanka. And the first challenge that we got was, well, she knows how to cook, but cooking for 30, 40, 50 people, it's really different. Uh, so we had to do everything with her. We had to buy ingredients. We had to cut vegetables, like everything. And now, after three years, Nita grew up so much, She is like a professional, She is a chef, she doesn't need anyone, she learned a lot through the Mama Academy, and she also ran like a restaurant through Deliveroo, uh, and now she's like really, really, really a professional and a real chef and a real ambassador of Sri Lanka.
0: Wow, so where is Nika now? What does she do? Where does she work?
1: So for now, she is uh, joining the community of Mamas of Meet My Mama, And she's in our platform of catering. So when we have events, catering events, uh, we call uh, our mamas and Nita is one of them. Uh, And she is the ambassador of the Sri Lankan and Malaysian food.
0: Can you talk to us a little bit more about um, who your clients are and what the catering events look like?
1: Yeah, so we work with more than a thousand companies uh, in Paris. So it's mainly big corporation like bank, like uh, luxury brands, uh, like insurance, like kind of every sector. Uh, and it's mainly uh, chairman of those company that want our mama to come in their company. Uh, and we organize like lunchbox, cocktail, uh, meals from 10 people to like 2000. Like we don't have a minimum, we don't have a maximum actually, we can do everything. Uh, So for now in the network we have more than 300 mamas Uh, and in our platform we work and we train about 40 mamas Uh, and our main goal is to empower the mamas and empower our team so we give them the tools to do it by themselves. Uh, so at the beginning, like, of course, like we were like really in the operation. So we work like every day with the mamas. Now we have people. So we work maybe less with her, but we are always there when they have like big trainings. Sometimes we are the teacher for some courses uh, and they also can be the teacher for some courses that we can follow. So um, yeah, we have like a constant life with them. We have some people that are dedicated to work for like for helping them. Uh, so yeah, and also the mamas—they are part of the project, part of the vision. They have to share it. They have to share the values. And when we do something new, we always ask to the mamas because they are the first beneficiaries. Wow, that's
0: incredible! <laughs> what a huge number of clients. Um, how has that been affected during coronavirus and 2020 in general? And what what practices have you had to rethink and Be innovative with during this challenging year.
1: Yeah, so the beginning of the year was really nice, actually. Like in January, February, so we had like in January, January manifestation uh, with train, etc. So we had some trouble, but January and February was really, really good months. Uh, And March was supposed to be like the best month of the of the year with like the um, Women's Day, etc. But COVID came. And at the beginning of March, everything just like stopped. We didn't understand anything because we were not prepared to this. And we didn't know that COVID 2019 was able to do that and to stop the world, but in fact, he did it. Uh, So we had to think other ways. So first we had to stop the catering parts, but we didn't stop the training part. So during COVID, the MAMA Academy, um trained all of the mamas through digital. So all the mamas uh, had the chance to follow their courses and to uh, got all the competencies and all the um, knowledge that they need to uh, continue uh, learning. And in addition to that, so we had the, the opportunity to create kind of two new activities to make money from for the mamas because we knew that it was a hard situation and we didn't want to let our mamas without any money so first trying a new activity like and it's like it was a culinary um, session like masterclass online so people like you and companies were able to have team building through cooking class online. And we did an operation called Solidarity with Mamas. And every day the mamas were cooking for a hundred people, like homeless uh, and people from organization. And they were paid for that. So we had the chance to find money through a foundation. Um, And with this money, the mamas were paid and they were cooking meals for people from um, other organization. COVID was uh, a tremendous, (laughs) periods, and we had a chance to follow our activities and to um, let them living by their passion for cooking.
0: Wow, that is quite the rethinking of practices. Um, I would have loved to take a master class. I have to let me know if you do an, a new one. Um, and what about now that the lockdown is kind of lifting in a way and things are slowly and gradually picking back up.
1: There are more events, but not like uh, last year at the same period. So it's it's better than like two months ago, but it's not like before. So we hope that um, companies will come back and will um, ask for mama's food. Uh, so we'll see how the future goes. Like I think now with COVID, we cannot predict anything like so we'll see we hope
0: as as many people know who have moved around um the world and countries one of the most challenging aspects of kind of adapting to your new home is language but it's also the language of of the society of the traditions of the culture um how is, t- how is food such a, a powerful tool for bridging French society, particularly in the world of gastronomy and migrant mothers?
1: Uh, when we started uh, with Lubna and Youssef, we wanted to focus first on the refugees because one day when we met uh, a woman called Intissa, she told us that the, the first, the, the only thing that she wants to do is just to meet people and to meet people and show them her culture through cooking, because for her, it was a tool to talk about Syria in another way, like when you talk about Syria, you used to talk about war, about political activities, like, you know, like not good things, but through cooking, you will have a chance to talk about Syria in another way, to show like the beautiful like, things about uh, her country. And for her, it was a real tool to integrate a Syria story and history and culture in the society. Uh, Also for us, cooking is a, a real powerful tool because you don't need to speak the same language to share a good meal. You don't need to speak the same language to new to learn like new way of doing new way of eating new tests Uh, it's like a universal language it's there is a universal power through cooking to make people realize that they just need a good meal a good mama to enjoy life and to learn more about people
0: yeah every once in a while we all need a good meal cooked by a mama i couldn't agree more and what about for you? How have you felt inspired through your work with Meet My Mama?
1: Uh, it's really hard to answer that because there are so many women, there are so many histories. They all inspire us in one way. Like you have some women that were like uh, in charge of all of, her, of their family. They were alone. They had to grow up like their kids. They didn't have an easy life with their husbands. Uh, they didn't have a chance to work. And one day they just decided to focus on themselves and now they are like growing and growing and doing what they want to do and they are actress of their life. Uh, you have some woman that had like good diploma, good school, but one day she just decided to change everything. So she felt alone and then when she knew that there was a community of women like her, she just like became to start to be happy and to, to like um, follow her dream and, have confidence in her dream. You have some women that are refugees, so they just left their country. In their country, they were like doctors, and when they came here, they had nothing, and they had to rebuild their lives uh, in another way, and cooking was their tool to do it. Like every woman every has, every woman have her own story, and they all inspire me a little bit every day.
0: When we think of encyclopedias of of recipes and knowledge um, and heritage, a lot of it is passed through our mamas and our grandmas. And it's a knowledge that's very unique and personal and familial, I would say. Um, What are some ways you encourage uh, mamas to share that their knowledge and, and their personal connection to food with the world.
1: For us, like the mamas, like you said, have all the tradition, have all the secrets and uh, are a role model. They can inspire people. They are the ones who are gonna inspire people. Uh, we write actually a book about recipes and we, we collected all of the recipes, like 60 recipes of the mamas in one book called, in French, Les Mamas Cuisine du Monde. And in English, I, I mean, it's mama, uh, the mamas are cooking the world. Uh, and for us, it was really important to come back from their roots, from their history, from their culture, to share like the best recipes that they have. We have some mamas that shared recipes from their grandmother, their, like, like their grandmother. And it was really, really important for us to do it. And we also want to inspire your people through events where the mama uh, will share a little bit of her story, about her recipes, about her ingredients, uh, and that's why that's why it's important for us to, to have in mind that they are the one who gonna like um, inspire people and share the best secrets to um, make it like the long like the, during the whole time.
0: So. I love that you guys wrote a recipe book, and I've been trying to get recipes out of my grandmother for years, and she still won't give them to me. They're secrets trapped with her, but I'm encouraged now to to really get those <laughs> that knowledge from her. Um, so one thing that I think is really interesting is that Meet my mama works in this profoundly local way, but is also very global, um, in operation in terms of the fact that you're engaging people from around the world and then also participating in networks like the social gastronomy movement, um, that are around the world. And what do you think is so important about connecting global, um, while you're working within Paris and and really breaking down these social boundaries in a way within your locale?
1: Uh, Well, by connecting global, first you can exchange good practice. You can learn from other projects and you can all fight for the same vision of the world. Uh, And by being like with other people, like in other projects and thinking global, you can go further and you can take your cause on a bigger scale. Uh, and also uh, doing it in our own country, our own city, is important uh, because in those times, in those hard times, solidarity is not that easy. We saw it like with mamas, they have nothing, but uh, they want to be positive like positive and want to help others. And that's what we did during COVID. Like, we, they knew that we don't have anything, but we tried to find money for them, but they told us, well, thank you for giving me the money, but I also want to help others and, so, like, so, and to have solidarity with others. So that's why we make this like, positive cycle where we help the mamas, and the mamas with their food help um, people from like refugees or people from NGOs that don't have nothing.
0: So the last question that we close the podcast with is an imagination exercise where we think a little bit about our ideal future. So imagine it's 2030 and we've accomplished all of the UN Sustainable Development Goals. There's no longer hunger. There's no longer poverty. um, And we live in a sustainable and healthy planet. What does that world look like to you? And what was your role in, in creating this glorious um, and post-COVID future?
1: Yeah, I love that. Uh, so in our ideal post-COVID world, we want to make our vision a reality. So our vision is to make the society and the food industry more inclusive, more responsible um, with the mamas. And we want, uh, to the, we want that the mamas... Uh, would be uh, known for their talents, uh, known for their gift for cooking, known for their culture. Uh, we want to see them everywhere, like on TV, on magazine, on every restaurant. Uh, we want to show the world that, they, that the mamas are the ones who are going to cure the world. The mamas are the ones who are going to transmit values, who are going to transmit like, values about ecology, about um, eating better, uh, about like all of the values that the world needs, that the new generation generations need. So like I said, for us, it's the mamas that gonna change the world. And like they started doing it, like when they educate like the kids when they have, uh, and um, in order to help them and to give them the tools to do it for the whole world, we train them. So in the MAMA Academy, we have courses about how to become a responsible and a responsible mama. And they have trainings about sustainability, about how to cook with less water, how to cook like good ingredients, which ingredients, how to come back from like the roots and from like authentic ingredients. Uh, and those mamas, they have everything actually, like even when they have kids or when they have like a family, they always want to, to give like the best food, the best ingredients. So they know how to do it. And in order to inspire others, we give them a, a place, a stage, we can say like that. And when we go to companies or when we organize events and catering events, the mama, she comes and she explains a little bit about her story, about what she cooked, about everything. And in those moments, like everybody is just like watching at her, staring at her and listening to her world. And, at that moment, you can see how she can like transmit those values and this vision for the future and this vision of better food, sustainable food, and better ingredients, natural ingredients. Yeah. And, and
0: it's, it, many of those traditions,
1: it's non, it's nothing new. It's something that it's Exactly, always- like even some ingredients, like for us, it's new, but for them, it was like, oh my gosh, like when I was like your age, I was already using it, cooking it, eating it, but now we just forget. So we just want to take all of old habits in the new world, in a new way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like we, in order to move towards a better future, we really have to go back and take and go back those in the people. Past. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Past. Exactly, like even like when you want to cure, when you want, like when you're sick, like our mamas, they all have like good ingredients like old recipes, natural recipes to cure you, but we just forget it. Now we're just like medicine, medicine. But in the reality, if you just feel like through the food and food, natural ingredients, you can be cured like really easily and naturally.
0: If you want to learn more about Meet My Mama, Food Solidarity, or the social gastronomy movement, please visit www.socialgastronomy.org. Thanks for tuning in.